0: and welcome everybody to dark feather gaming this is our gaming news podcast and as always this is thor here with doc and sasquatch somebody. what was that were you still still getting you, your you cut out literally when you started nice that's awesome i don't know how that worked out but you came in like right in the at the perfect timing somehow you came in you came back in
1: <laughs> as you were saying, "I'm here with."
0: And I heard like the last half of "with" and just kind of rolled with it. Nice. I got an I got an F in on my end. You got a chuckle. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right, so um, let's break open with some Call of Duty and Battlefield updates. Uh, yeah, there was a
1: big reveal for Call of Duty Vanguard, the next installments in the yearly Call of Duty series so um a lot of stuff to take in on it um it is indeed going back to world war ii kind of an
0: alternate history which is i'm cool with um it's after at least that's better than what i thought it was gonna go. where i thought it was gonna go so where'd you think it was going I don't know. I mean, and I, cause I knew we had those theories going about, I mean, I mean, initially when it was announced that it was going to be another world war Ah. two, I don't like the historic ones like that a whole lot. And the last one, the world war two just fell super flat with me. So I was worried it was just going to be another repeat of that. Well,
1: um, some good news for you then it does technically take place after world war two, um, after Hitler's death and you are hunting down a fictional, a fictional, uh, character who is supposed to be hitler's successor and unlike the one in reality who you know turned himself in immediately uh this one is still on the run and trying to bring back the third reich and the nazis and stuff okay. um it's supposed to be a story about the formation of special forces um Do they are out on the moon for 20 years and then come back with space zeppelins this is not wolfenstein that's also not Wolfenstein. No, but I've totally <laughs> no. seen that
0: movie before. I can't remember yes. what it's called,
1: but I've seen that. It's movie. called Iron Skies. Yes, apparently it's yes. with a sequel. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyways, <laughs> there will be a few portions where you play through actual historical battles. You're not escaping D-Day this time through, which I'm cool with. D-Day's D-Day is one of the most historical. Battles in history. Um, It's always cool to see it updated and updated as a just a monumental set piece, fidelity reasons in video games. Um, But you're going to be playing through primarily, I think the most historical ones will be four different battles, uh, one for each of the main special forces characters who will be grouped together and assigned to track down the successor to Hitler. So you'll get four real battles and then everything from then on will supposedly be fictional it'll be historical fiction which i am super stoked for you you have four different members uh different nationalities of people in the war so you have a you have an australian you have an american you have a russian and i can't remember who the fourth is probably british um But from then on, it's also going to be running on the Warzone engine, which was a brand new engine used first in Modern Warfare 2019. Um, It will not be running on the same engine that Black Ops Cold War did, which was Treyarch's own engine that was just modified from their last game, Black Ops 4, uh, which I'm stoked for. I think the new Modern Warfare slash Warzone engine is much, much better. A few returning mechanics from that game, you'll be able to uh, mount on walls again, which I sorely missed in black ops just because it made head glitching not as didn't make people head glitching feels bad because mm-hmm. if they're mounted, they were still sticking out more. Um, also, the implementation of blind firing, which is kind of new for a Call of Duty game. It'll be another oh, option you can do. So a lot of running off that engine. It makes sense that they can add it. Yeah. I, the I big like thing they showed was a ten minute uh, campaign preview for Polina, which is the Russian operative you'll be playing as um, during the German attack on Stalingrad. So it looked, it, I mean, it looks fantastic. Call of okay. Duty games do look fantastic. It was fully gameplay. There were some bits of stuff new to the series, like mm-hmm. you'd see in action games where you have prompts to climb walls and sneak around ledges and stuff. It looked really good. The game, it, the demo, looked really fantastic. It looked really good and it did look like gameplay scripted, but it was gameplay.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I guess, I, I mean, I, I, I I'll try. I'll, I have hope in it. My biggest thing with the historic ones that I don't like so much is that like, I like them for what they are. It's fine. But uh, it, it's, it's really when you have to stick to like historic weapons and you can't do at least like modern um, secret ops types, things where you bring in new technology, then it's, it's really hard to make it feel like a new game and not just a prettier old game, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like they can only do World War II so many times before it's just a better graphic version of World War II. But with an alternate universe, that gives them a little more wiggle room to do something new and different, and I like that. I, I like that idea that you can kind of get that historic feel in it with while still doing something truly new that's a good way to do that i still am stoked to see another futuristic one i know jaff's probably the only one that agrees with me but i'll take this for now um yeah this pushes it kind of into it,
1: it's going to be kind of the same thing like with black ops where it's historical fiction they'll be There'll be mm-hmm. um, historical points you'll play through. Obviously, the origin missions for the operatives will be completely historical and their, you know, takes on various battles and why these soldiers are special and chosen for this special task force and whatnot. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it'll be really cool. Um, there was a closed media demo where they were shown doing like a full-on stealth mission, which sounds pretty cool, so. Stealth mm. <clears throat> missions. Yeah, and I mean, honestly... You're getting Vanguard. You're getting it for the multiplayer, probably, first and foremost. Um, And speaking of multiplayer, um, it's going to launch with 20 maps, which is like more than double Black Ops did. So that's quite a huge variety. Um, There will be a alpha test actually this weekend for PlayStation 4 and 5 owners uh, featuring their new mode Champion Hill which pits teams of three against multiple other teams of three in a large map that's split into smaller segments where mm. your team has where your team has a certain amount of lives. And once your team loses that lives, you're completely eliminated. There's buy stations. You can pick up weapons. So it's like a mini battle royale, which sounds nice. Really neat.
0: I, I um, like that. I like any new introduction of a mode like that because I'm – when it comes to first-person shooters especially, I'm the type of person that likes to do a mode with objectives. I think Team Deathmatch is the driest, blandest, most boring mode you can play in any game, um, and I almost never do it. I always like to do something objective-based, and that sounds pretty the flag, neat. Of the hill. Yeah. I I really like the like the ones in Call of Duty that are like Uplink or the ones that are basically playing football. Those ones are a lot of fun, too. I remember that one from uh, Black Ops. Yeah. That was fantastic. I remember that from
1: Unreal Tournament.
0: Yeah, it's, I, I, I love playing stuff like that, and that's why my KDR is always so bad on Call of Duty, because a lot of times I'm playing objective-based modes where I might not have a very good kill count, but I still have almost the highest score or the highest score on the board because I'm doing other things betwa- besides just killing people. And that's not to say that someone taking people out isn't an important part of that, but it's not the only cog in there. Um, yeah, and there's also going to be an open beta in
1: September for Call of Duty. It'll also feature the new Champion Hill mode, but we'll also have more of the normal traditional Call of Duty modes. Nice. Um, it will be running from September 18th to September 20th, which is perfect because that is right before New World and right before I'm going to do a big like a of on my PC for New World. Um, if you pre-order the game, you do get early access on the 15th to the open beta and it will be cross and available for all platforms. Um, I'm not sure how much of the multiplayer experience it will go over but naturally it's going to be like a server stress test they have Mm. anything new on that back end which the modern warfare multiplayer ran really really good um so Mm. also uh maybe its implementation into warzone will be easier and much more smoother than trying to implement black ops stuff into warzone and speaking of warzone um vanguard will be bringing an entirely new Warzone map not just mm. a cold war inspired makeover ah, for
0: dance that was my next um, question
1: <laughs> yep it's going to be based in the pacific theater apparently uh, mm. data miners have found a map in Warzone's folders called pacific and everything points to it being the complete new map um everything will transfer over to it so unlocked character skins and everything guns for modern warfare and black ops noise as well as Characters from Vanguard and guns from Vanguard will be put into this new modes. So um, it's nice. going to be a really fucking hefty battle Royale. So rip everyone's hard day. drives. <laughs> so speaking of hard drives, uh, Vanguard's install size will be 270 gigs. <laughs> now, now this isn't that's a quarter um, of a terabyte. Say, this doesn't, that's, This doesn't say if that is everything installed or just part of it. That's not if it's Vanguard plus Warzone. No, that's
0: definitely just the core game. With everything, (laughs) Um, you're looking at half a
1: terabyte. I guarantee it. However, much like Modern Warfare implemented later on in its lifecycle and Black Ops had at the beginning... Um, there is no word on if you'll be able to install various parts of Vanguard, which would be big because I mm. only installed the multiplayer for Black Ops. Mm-hmm. I didn't install zombies or anything. And speaking of zombies, zombies will be back in Vanguard. Um, mm. Unlike previous Call of Duty games, while Sledgehammer and Sledgehammer is the primary developer for Vanguard and Ravens, they're helping with their stuff. That oh, you yeah, do they're on, all working on, on it. huh? They literally every Activision studio is working on this game in some part. And Treyarch is bringing their zombies to it as well. That alone is super cool. Yeah. Um, Activision doesn't have a ton of studios, to be honest. Most of them do work on Call of Duty (laughs) and some of them work on bringing, like, other uh, work on, like, remasters like you saw with the spyro and crash bandicoot one but those teams will apparently be working on vanguard as well because most of their stuff is they just publish for other developers much like they publish Sekiro: uh Sekiro shadows die twice for from software so i'm
0: cautiously optimistic
1: um also activision blizzard logo was uh is just completely missing in all of the trailers and promotional images and will be absent from the vanguard um Hmm. this is obviously due to um their legal issues that we will discuss later on Hmm. but they decided it was a they they released a statement um when asked about this that it was a good thing for the game if while all of this was happening that they removed their (laughs) their logo so Only in the legal areas where it's required does it say Activision. Um, Normally it says Activision Blizzard, but it does only say Activision so.
0: And then um, something on Battlefield I thought I saw at some point too. Yes, Um,
1: there's a data mine in Battlefield 2042 that's um reveals a game mode that is a lot like uh Escape from Tarkov or Hunt the Showdown, which is kind of neat. Those are both games that I love to play. Escape from Tarkov and Hunt the Showdown are like two very unique takes on a battle royale. Um, high stakes, high rewards. Like you die, you lose your character, and every piece of equipment you had on that character, you have to go re-get it. So you take higher level, higher gear stuff in that costs a lot of in-game currency that took a lot of time to acquire, and you die you permanently <laughs> lose it so a mode like this was found within battlefield 2042's files that someone had access to
0: okay interesting huh so how about our new game announcements and updates etc um anyone looking
1: forward to river city girls 2 which was a the first one was a great uh side scrolling brawler beat em up um if you haven't played a doc i recommend it since i know you like streets of rage yeah, um, I've been I've been looking into it for a while. It's also uh, produced by Arc System Works, yes, who are one of my favorite game companies. So. I wonder why. I wonder what oh. they what you love. Uh, <laughs> is it Guilty Gear <laughs> and That's Glass a... Blue and Dragon but Ball Fighters? They are adding Merriam from Double Dragon and Provy from River City Ransom Underground, which River City Ransom was a uh, kind of like little different take on river city girls so yeah a couple extra characters coming there um hideo hideo kojima loves the new adventure mystery game 12 minutes so much that he wants to make an adventure game which would just be fucking bonkers and probably melt your brain um he says 12 minutes (laughs) was a fantastic game and he wants to make his own adventure game in the same sort of style nice um, For fans of the free puzzle game Helltaker, the fan game in that is the 2D fighter that is in development uh, that is a fan game has Van Ripper approval and Van Ripper was is the publisher of the original game. So you might get a sexy anime devil girl fighting game, which who doesn't? Always down for more fighting games, regardless of what the uh, characters are. Um, American McGee is releasing a third Alice game. Um, Asylum will be the title. American McGee's Alice Asylum. Um, they have revealed the entire script they have planned and are looking for community feedback on it actually. Uh to see like how it goes over with the help of make their third game. Um, the first two games I absolutely loved. They were fantastic, so this is something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I liked I I played the first one, I never played the second one. But that's something I would I would definitely be interested in seeing come out. Um, Destiny 2, uh, Bungie announced Destiny 2's Witch Queen expansion uh, will be released in February 2022, and they add weapon crafting to the game as well. Um, it'll allow you to craft old and new and current weapons of the game, including legacy weapons, by just combining parts. Um, they'll be adding an entirely new weapon, the Glaive, which is both melee and projectile-based. And they said the first glaive you get. You'll have to craft. It'll be an introduction to the crafting system. So um, actually, so cool. they actually launched the the last season before which Queen will launch. Um, season of the Lost, where Queen Mara has returned and is actively fighting against Savathun, who is the big baddie. And I'm not going to lie. It's uh, all of the new stuff they're adding makes me want to play it again and actually buy the last the latest expansion and get back into it. Oh, let me know if you uh, hop back in, because I'd, I'd definitely hop back in if I got someone to play with. Um, Fire Axis, developers of tactical RPG games such as XCOM, have announced a tactical Marvel RPG called Midnight Suns. It will launch in March of 2022. The trailer looks dope. Um, They are introducing an entirely new hero called The Hunter, which will let you pick and choose abilities and stuff like that it'll be customizable unlike the other heroes who will be appearing such as iron man uh you have wolverine you have ghost rider i think that's blade shown as well it's a big fight against 80 um it looks cool it's by fire axis so i'm excited about it i can't wait for my 99 chance to hit something miss and then <laughs> my mission will be failed on a wipe big goof but if you're a fan of tactical RPGs, definitely check it out because it's a—it's the first one in Marvel's name. It's an entirely new story. Their armor all looks badass. It's like black and golden shit, very stylized. And you get to nice. play the Hunter, who is like resurrected by Doctor Strange to kill her mother, who is the big evil person. It's very edgy. It has Ghost Rider. It kind of <laughs> has to be edgy, naturally. <laughs> and Blade. <played>. And Blade. <laughs> Um a new Saints Row was announced. It's a reboot of the series. It will not feature any of the old cast. There's a trailer for it. They said it was going to be less goofy and it looked entirely just as goofy, but that <laughs> was okay. It was always it, I always thought it was more fun than the Grand Theft Auto series, but I actually, Yeah, no, I was immediately was,
0: like, "Oh, yeah."
1: But like they in, they introduce a character in the trailer riding in on a motorcycle with an LED cat helmet that's flashing pink. <laughs> Yes, yeah, okay, as you said they're toning. Com- go ahead. It's, I, I mean, maybe they're towing it down from like the goofiness of what Gad of Hell was, which, by Uh-oh. the way, was fantastic. It was a great musical number with Johnny Gad escaping hell with the Devil's Daughter. That was great. But uh it might not be as goofy as that. But um that's mm. what always I thought made Saints Row great different from like yeah. Grand Theft Auto because it was goofy and there was a lot of customization and personality you can add to your characters. But, mm. uh, if you like Saints Row, you'll have a new Saints Row uh, launching February 25th of 2022. Saints Row 3 Remastered is currently free on the Epic Game Store.
0: Oh, yeah. hey.
1: I picked it up yesterday.
0: Nice. I got to grab um, that. I'll do that right now.
1: Let's see. Uh, Disney has a Jungle Book event coming to fall, guys, from September 3rd to the 12th. Uh, you'll be able to get King Louis. Uh, outfit for your little jumping bean or whatever you want to call them, as well as uh various themed courses. Also, speaking of Saints Row and, Ep- and Epic Game Store, that game will be exclusive to the Epic Game Store. So that's also the sad part. Mm. And now for the saddest news I've ever read: Magic the oh Gathering will be receiving a <laughs> Fortnite <laughs> Secret there. Uh, you know what's you know what's great about it though what you don't have to buy it yeah also see the worry was initially my worry was like this is creating unique fortnite themed cards i'll have to play against in commander and Mm. and uh vintage um but they are only alternate art cards so i'll only have to be annoyed by looking at them (laughs) i won't have to be annoyed by special effects um wizards of the coast had their big um Yearly reveal plan the other day, um, showing like what the sets they were having for next year. Uh, We're going back to Kamigawa, which is in the current year of 2021. Apparently, apparently the Magic Universe is the same year as us, where it is Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. So if you like cyberpunk uh, and ninjas, well, it's probably for you because there's going to be cyberpunk ninjas. They revealed a few pieces of art for it, Um, a look at the main aerial. The story will probably take plus. Place, which was definitely Kamigawa inspired cyberpunk. They also showed a picture of a new planeswalker who is a cyberpunk ninja with a pet robot triangle trash panda. So that was cool. <laughs> awesome. Little, little <clears throat> raccoon. Um, going to a entirely new plane as well, um, based on demon gangsters. So uh, yeah, that's happening. Uh, going back to Dominaria for another set, and then we will it'll be jumping back into the past for the Brothers War between Mishra and Urza, who are big players in the ruining of Magic's universe with the Sundering and making people in it much planeswalkers much weaker than they were. So get a nice callback to that in a, a throwback set. There'll also be a couple other secret lairs. Um, the big one announced is going to be a Street Fighter secret lair with uh, special cards and special mechanics in the secret lair, as well as in-universe Street Fighter magic cards at a later date. So, We're uh, giving... <clears throat> yes. Who in the magic universe is Ryu looking to fight? Uh, is he Dark Ryu or Normal Ryu? I don't know. I mean, just Ryu in general travels to different worlds to fight their fighters.
0: If that's his going, he's, that's if he's he's going to be in every game.
1: <laughs> hmm, it'd probably be a planeswalker. And I'm not actually sure. There's no just fist-the-cuff planeswalkers. They all use magic. <laughs> um, but we don't even know if Ryu's going to be in it. We do have some art for Chun-Li. That's for the secret lair variant, though. Um, With, as I told Doc, the most realistic thighs I've ever seen Shunley <laughs> have. And they still look like they can crush a coconut. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a hard date for the Magic the Gathering universe beyond Lord of the Rings set, which will be releasing in 2023. Um, we also have a new commander set for Warhammer 40k which will just be commander cards, not actual in-universe standard modern legal cards. Nice. Um, New World will be entering a new open beta from the 9th through the 12th of September. Um, If you want access to it, it is an open beta. Just go to the the Steam page and click Request to Join. Um, They're trying out one of Steam's new features, which lets users request to join a beta Uh, through the steam storefront
0: nice so that's neat
1: um other neat news about it is there is new world is currently the second most wishlisted game on steam and they're actually pushing through some free cosmetics and stuff because of that if you're checking out gamescom and stuff like that so nice they actually did confirm a launch date of september 28th they did not mention pushing it back either so i'm really happy Horizon Forbidden West is delayed till February 18th of 2022. Unfortunate, but take the time. That game needs to be perfect. Yup. The Skate Ruby, the Skate franchise reboot is confirmed for PC. So if you want to skate around. Um, you can do that on PC now when the game's uh, reboot launches. Nice. That's kind of neat. <laughs> And this is for later and later this year. So keep a look out for it. Also, Bravely Default 2 heads the steam on September 2nd. So in just a couple of weeks, Um, a fantastic RPG that was previously uh, locked to consoles, so.
0: Nice. And I don't, uh, I don't, I didn't put an article for this, but I know Doc mentioned we finally got our uh, Pokemon Go distance set back to where it was permanently. Yay which makes sense because it's, it was, it they shortened it way too much because, I mean, it's one thing if like, if it's assigned that this, this business is, you know, the, this thing you're spinning or some points, you know, the front sign or something, you should be able to be walking on the sidewalk. I get this Pokemon go, but you're, you know, you should be able to take a walk along the sidewalk or a path safely and be able to spin stuff without having to walk right up to the front doors or go inside. That's going to, end up bugging the business owners and the players alike um so being able to spin things from you know the sidewalk or the path you're walking on as opposed to going inside of somewhere or over a fence or into the middle of the street in some cases um it's just all around better especially because it's you know it's not like it's um it's it's not like it's been moved to 20 yards away, you know what I mean? You still have to go to the stop, it's just you don't have to be standing on top of the thing. Yeah. All right, so how about some tech news? Why don't you start us off, Doc, because I know you had something in that realm. Yeah, uh,
1: turns out if you want to be a pro hacker, all you need <laughs> is a Razor Peripheral. Uh, and apparently, Steel Series too. Yeah, I was going to say, Steel Series also lets you be a professional <laughs> hacker. Yep. And all you got to do is plug in the device and you can get administration access. <laughs> what the fuck? And not like just normal (laughs) admin access, like full admin access. And you know why? It's (laughs) because when you plug in a new peripheral, it needs to be able to install the drivers that are located on the device. And to do that, it does generally need some sort of administrator privileges. But those seem a little above and beyond what might be necessary. And considering the complexity of peripherals anymore, they do need to have those drivers on the device for when you plug it in. It's not just like plugging in a fucking wheel mouse. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I think it's pretty much any Razer device that uses their special software uh, for its install. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's also Corsair devices then as well, because much like Razer and Steel Series, Corsair has their own software that's used to manage Mm -hmm. all of their devices as well. So it makes sense that it works for Corsair as well. Uh, Logitech does too, though. Pretty much anything does anymore. All right, so if you want to be a professional hacker, buy a gaming mouse. (laughs) Shit, even a gaming mouse pad, one with the LEDs, you have to plug that in and it needs the software anyways (laughs) to get the lighting you want. Exactly. Uh, The one the one thing that makes this not something super big to worry about is you do need physical access to the device you're hacking. So it's not like someone's going to use their mouse to like just magically hack you on the Internet. Mm. You're saying I can't download my mouse to their computer. I mean, you probably could (laughs) Ooh.
0: See, and then uh, there's something else with Samsung. I think you had. Yeah, so Samsung has this nifty
1: technology they have called TV block. And if a device with a specific serial number is connected to the internet, Samsung can tri- trigger this uh, technology, this service to make the TV useless. Um, this recently <laughs> happened with a bunch of Samsung uh, TVs being stolen from KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa. I butcher that, I'm sure. Um, A distribution center there was recently looted and an unknown number of Samsung televisions were stolen. Um, Because these TVs have serial numbers, uh, Samsung was able to use their TV block software on this and they are very proud of that fact. So don't piss Hmm. off Samsung. They'll render your TV useless. (laughs) Uh, Google once considered teaming up with Tencent to take over Epic Games and buy them. That would have been scary. Google and Tencent working <laughs> together. Don't think oh, that'll ever geez. happen again. But uh, yeah, so this uh, this. Became public in the still ongoing lawsuit between Epic uh, Games and Apple. Jeez, we're getting a whole bunch of dirty laundry from literally everything wow. that at one point, Google and Tencent were collaborating to team up. To take over epic games now if that means to buy up if that means to drive under uh go into red who knows Hmm. but uh google was in on this apparently with apple to move epic games out of the market so ridiculous wow
0: what else do we have in the legal debacle area um Rapper
1: Soldier Boy claims that he owns Atari, and Atari says, "Nah, fam, you know." <laughs> Hold on, wait, Okay, I need some backstory here. Um, this goes back away. Soldier Boy used to sell bootleg consoles and stuff. Um, in an interview, uh, while talking about that. Um, he's alleging that he owns Atari. He's just straight up saying that he owns Atari. That's the entire backstory. <laughs> is soldier boy just said, yo, I own Atari.
0: And Atari. Um, <laughs> They're like, what? Said, no, <laughs> their <laughs> no, reaction was the same as mine. They're like, the fuck are you well, talking yes. about? You psycho. You
1: <laughs> can just see the CEO of Atari sitting in his fancy office and just being like, who the fuck is soldier boy? i'm gonna have to look at the sound and say soldier boy in (laughs) japanese now
0: oh man this is too much uh,
1: soldier boy does not in fact own atari don't let him lead you astray um a while ago we talked about the game aeon must die and the developers say their pay and, and and intellectual property issues have not been resolved with focus home interactive um, Focus Home Interactive, the publishers who are claiming that this game is there say naturally the third parties they hired. The audits found nothing wrong with this. Um, this all came back into the light after a trailer and listing for Aeon Must Die was re-revealed and put up. So, um, yeah, the original the original devs, uh, Mishra Games, said that no legal matters pertaining to the situation were solved, and even more arose in this aftermath. So. Uh, Focus Home Interactive is doubling down, saying we did not steal your stuff, even though this is your stuff. Nice. Uh, people working for Unity, a popular developmental tool for games. Uh, it's a, a web app. You can actually run Unity through the web and multiple other devices. Um, apparently, some employees are not happy about the company's military dealings. Um, They make various simulation programs for the military, um, whether it be firearms training, combat training, bomb defusal training, whatever you need. It's an easy platform to develop in. Mm -hmm. And they work with the military to make these these simulations, Um, despite whatever your viewpoints on that is, you know, you want the best training as possible. So people die less. Um, But many, many Unity employees are not happy with this deal that they have. So. Uh, this arose not too long ago with the uh, with Source as well and within Valve and Epic Games also. So, I mean, stuff like this, software like this, platforms like this are going to be used to create simulation softwares for various reasonings. Unity seems to be the latest one. Hmm. And in a very unlike Electronics art, Electronic Arts move, they have made five accessibility-centered technologies that they've developed patents royalty free for anybody to use hmm that is very not what i would expect so they go from advertising to children and children's magazines for gacha products to disabled people have fun uh i
0: don't know maybe maybe like a trying to repair some pr um this is part of what they are calling the positive play initiative ah yeah so it's a pr repair
1: campaign um, so these five patents specifically are the contextually aware communication system in video games, which is most notably used in Apex Legend, uh, Apex uh, Legends, yeah. Um, which, by the way, that is like the best ping system I've ever seen in a video game. It's fantastic. Mm. So that's great to see. Um, we also have systems and methods for automated image processing for images with similar luminosities. So that's probably more of a. Um, patent that'll let you see stuff better if you have vision issues we also have systems and methods for automated uh, I just read that one (laughs) whoops Uh, personalized real time audio generation based on user physiological response I have no idea what that is (laughs) we also have contrast ratio detection and rendering system and yeah my article lists the same one twice so you only get uh, four um so more developers now who are looking for ways to expand their games audience to a larger demographic where previous people would not be able to play them based on certain needs or disabilities they have hopefully this will open that up more for them so nice like i said it's a uh very unElectronic arts thing to do based on yeah, their past history very much Also, back to Activision Blizzard <laughs> and the state of California. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Activision Blizzard um, has been refusing to cooperate and are apparently interfering with the investigation. And this, uh, some of the allegations are that they're shredding evidence and destroying evidence. Oh, so oh, that's not hmm. good. And California has also amended the lawsuit to include temporary workers. So um, people who like outside artists who are hired for certain projects, they will now be included in this lawsuit if they had any issues. Hmm. And uh, South Korea has abolished a controversial gaming law, which caused Microsoft headaches not too long ago with Minecraft, um, this was passed in 2011 and it banned younger players from playing video games between 12 a.m. and 6 a.m. So oh, I remember talking years, about that. Yeah, South Korea has finally ended this law and the law, which also spread to encapsulate Minecraft as an adult only game somehow. Um, that cures that problem for Microsoft mm-hmm. and Minecraft. So adult-only yes. Minecraft. Yes, Um I can't remember what exactly it was that was causing Minecraft to be an adult-only game, but it was classified as an adult-only game for about a year in South Korea. And kind of some fallout with the whole Blizzard developers and Activision Blizzard stuff is... Uh, Jesse McCree, a character in Overwatch, is going to be renamed in a big event because he is named after one of the accused developers of the uh, now infamous Cosby suite debacle. Apparently, you don't want your in-game characters named after people who Hmm. are naming a special hotel suite after a known rapist. (laughs) Um, They also said going forward, they would not be using real, real... real names of developers in their video games so Mm. probably a good call probably a good call at this point yeah yeah i don't know why you'd want to use a real person name anyways but uh because even if something goes south outside of normal if something goes normally south with that person and not a nuclear bomb like what is currently happening you don't want them in your game
0: So, let's move on to talking about some Microsoft and Sony news. Let's see. The Xbox Game Pass has added three Quake games,
1: including the new remaster. So, Quake, Quake 2, and Quake 3 Arena are now available through the Xbox Game Pass. And this was immediately after QuakeCon. So... Uh, Halo Infinite is going to be released without campaign co-op or the popular multiplayer forge tool. Um, they decided to do this rather than push it back further. And I believe it also has a set release date of December 8th of 2021. So. If you're looking forward to Halo. That is when you'll be able to play a single player campaign as well as normal multiplayer. So. Nice. We also have the Xbox cloud gaming service coming to consoles this holiday, which means you will be able to play Xbox One only games uh, or Xbox series games on your Xbox One console. So um, the service extends both forward and backwards. So if you have an older console and you see an Xbox Series X or S game that you wanna play, you'll be able to stream it through their cloud gaming service starting this fall. We also have the announcement of a limited edition Halo Infinite Series X, as well as an elite controller. It looks pretty snazzy, as honestly, all the uh, Halo themed consoles have before. Very nice. And Sony is updating their PS5 model already. Um, it's lighter, it doesn't weigh as much, and it doesn't need a screwdriver to access the interior of it. Nice. So uh, small Ooh. quality of life changes. So. Nice, that's good. Uh,
0: okay. I I got an will email. Will they actually have some of these available.
1: Uh going forward all new production will be this model, so I don't know.
0: Well, I remember honestly. they mentioned that the new models they were going to draw up um I don't remember the details, but they should that they wouldn't have as much of an issue because of the components they were using. I I don't remember any of the details. I remember we covered it weeks, maybe months ago, but um I'm glad to hear this cuz I had the opportunity to actually get one come up n- just uh, recently um to buy one through Sony direct um and I didn't because, I, I don't know, I, 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 I with work coming up and making me so busy, I don't know how much I would actually even get to play it um, in the next couple months anyways. And I was kind of hoping that they would be putting the new you know slim version or the new updated non-flagship version out soon, and it looks like they're going to. So I'll probably wait for that model to come out before I get one um these ps5s have already
1: started appearing in australia so it seems like they are actually in circulation now so oh wow cool
0: then i can get one for this winter then hopefully bold of you to assume you'll be able to buy a (laughs) ps5 all right so uh how about tv and movie updates um the only thing i got is we have our
1: first actual images of the Cowboy Bebop live action series and a bit more news on it as well. <clears throat> um, you get a picture of the main cast being Jet uh Faye as well as Spike. So um Hey, they, they, hey, they, Ayn is in that photo too. Oh, okay, come on. Is he? Where is he? Yes. Uh the the fully zoomed out version has him in it. Oh, okay. I'm looking at just the zoomed in version on the couch. I don't think I ever saw the fully zoomed out version. Oh, uh, there's a second poster where they're walking down a street with Ayn. Oh, okay. That one. That one. Okay. yep, No, that's clearly Ayn. Apparently, there's more news on the actual series itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be following the series rather closely. So the same structure, that same kind of cinematic order. so. Mm Probably okay. a couple of things will be changed here, or there, based upon needs. Jumping from animation to live action, but it should be the Cowboy Bebop you know and love, which is good because every live action adaptation I've seen otherwise has vastly differed and has been vastly been awful. Looking at you, Full Metal Alchemist. You looked great, but you <laughs> fucking cut out Furor Bradley. A bunch of fucking cunts. What? How do what? you do that?
0: They literally cut out one of the main villains. Yes, but okay. Um. Okay. don't watch um, it like it killed I me. hadn't I had not planned on it so now you definitely plan now you plan to avoid it yeah now I. I, I it was just not on my list because I had heard pretty bad things but I had not heard that now I'm just going to cross it off like and now I'm putting it on the do not watch list yeah that's that I anger Thor mad
1: but yeah well, we have, uh, we have John is Sh- so important to the story <laughs> we have John show as Spike um, we have Mustafa Shakir as Jet Black and Daniela Pineda as Faye Valentine. So, um, yeah, they reveal just a bit more about it. The set images, they look fantastic. They look really good. So that's nice. always a good start is nailing character design, jumping to a live action. And they really mm. did that. Um, a, a couple things have been changed about Faye, like her jackets. She's wearing it rather than it somehow being around her shoulders, per, her elbows perfectly, which Makes sense because you can't act with a fucking jacket binding your elbows. (laughs) I know some people are upset about that, but like it makes no sense having it that way. She looks good as Faye, so whatever. I don't care. As long as she's still as cool as Faye, I'm perfectly good with it. But Uh, yeah, I think we're given a release date. Yeah, uh, November 19th is when it will debut on Netflix. So nice. nice. Happy nine days after my birthday to me. Hmm.
0: Then the only thing I had that wanted to mention for our TV movie realm was that we have the new Spider-Man trailer that's dropped, and it's definitely worth watching.
1: I remember you kind of had some pushback on it.
0: Well, and I, I just – I generally don't like watching trailers. Um, I don't like getting spoilers, and a lot of trailers have spoilers hidden in them, and a lot of times they're in uh, – I, I get they argument they're in a way that like you wouldn't know until after you watch it, but I've seen – I worked for Market Research for a long time and have gone through tens of thousands of trailers, and – I'm really good at dissecting trail stories out of trailers after doing all of that. So I try to avoid them to just make sure I don't get spoilers. Um, after hearing your description though, it sounded like it was more of a teaser trailer introducing characters. And that's definitely what it was. It was, it was a very, very well done, well put together, uh, uh, trailer.
1: Yeah. And they did a good job of like throwing stuff around and making you confused. Like in one scene, you have seemingly, uh, Spider-Man fighting Doctor Strange. Other times they're working together. You get a few teasers of returning villains like Dr. Octavius, um, Doc Ock. Uh, you get Green Goblin's pumpkin bomb rolling through with William Defoe's laugh. You see Electro, um, who is also being reprised by uh, Jamie Foxx in returning. You also see Sandman as well. Um, there's also two more villains um clearly a setup for sinister six which will be happening eventually so but yeah the trailer was fantastic and i think it's the most watched movie trailer in history now nice like really? the most it was the most watched movie trailer in one day by like a substantial amount like it, it was just like the first 24 hours and it hit Spider-Man, stupid numbers spider-man does whatever a spider can
0: Spider Man Three Venom can't hurt me. Spider Man Three uh, Venom can't like hurt that, yeah. me. Spider Man Three Venom can't hurt me.
1: I'm gonna send you a whole bunch of Spider Man <laughs> Three Venom gifts now. Don't no no. Names.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, moving into some RuneScape and Final Fantasy 14 updates. Um, I had a whole lot of RuneScape updates. They've been up to a lot lately. Um, both kind of obvious stuff and under the hood type of things. Um, so the kind of one of the big, big things is we're moving in story. Um, the Elder God Wars is taking a turn to the Glacier Front. So for now, at least, defenders of uh, the Sestistan, uh Cathedral are holding against the Dragonkin. So it's, it's still kind of ongoing with kind of world event slash new quests. So that's progressing very quickly for those doing that. Um, and it's bringing a lot new, a lot more new challenges, um, as well as some new bosses to fight and new rewards that come with that in the form of some new weapons, um, a new wing, uh, cosmetic override, a new pet and a ton of other stuff. So, uh, if you're on that track, make sure you keep up with what's going on on the glacier front um we also have a new yak track this one path of the creators keeping on that theme of the elder gods that's what everything's going to be kind of themed on this time The Ninja Team has been working on action bars. If you're like me and you have them programmed into you into your UI, you probably had a panic moment some point this week when all of them were gone. Uh, this is because, due to the Ninja Team updates, they've changed the way that the action bars are saved. So um, your action bars are still there, but you have to go in and reassign them. Uh, however, due to this, this change, there's a lot more you can do with them. We, you can give them custom names, and they work a lot like the bank presets do now, which is pretty neat. Uh, it's going to take a minute for me to get used to, but overall, it's definitely going to be better. Um, then, of course, we had some patch notes. Um, the main thing uh, there were some hot fixes for the Centistan archaeology. And then another thing to keep in mind is that with our new Yak track, it's also a new. Uh, season for the amazon prime gaming which comes with i think it was like 20 different keys uh, and some stuff for the yak track some skips things like that and they're also adding another new promotion called gifts of the creator Um, this is on an ongoing thing they've been trying to do to make it less unpredictable and less quote unquote gambly to use the Hearts of Ice, so it's not quite as much like a loot box system and more of a daily reward system. <clears throat> So they've been putting out a lot of these promotions where you get your loot boxy random thing but also guaranteed prizes at the same time that you know what you're going to get. So it adds – it takes a little of that guesswork out of it while still keeping some of the wonder in for those who like it. Um, for gifts of the creator, it's going to be pretty simple. Every time you use a key, you get three different options to choose from. Um And only three options, so you can choose a medium prismatic star, a medium prismatic lamp, or three protein packs. Um, And then there's a reward track that every, I think it's like every five keys that you use, you get an item that's then classified with the gem colors and the rarity, and they're randomly kind of generated for you. And that's where you start seeing all the other stuff that you would normally see on there, like feathers and um, the like and with that they also have announced they'll be discontinuing hearts of ice now that we have these were originally used to take some of the randomness out um, but due to these extra promotions it's become kind of a moot thing and no one really uses it they just kind of collect those hearts so they're and especially with the addition of oddments it's made it extremely uh unneeded so they're going to be converting hearts of ice into oddments at a scale of five to one every five hearts of ice will turn into one oddment you do have a few weeks to use your hearts of ice if you prefer them how they are so make sure that if you want to use your hearts of ice to freeze categories um you do that in the next few weeks so that you don't lose them because i know last time things got changed and transferred into augment or augments there was a huge uprising of people that thought they were getting ripped off on their rare item tokens even though they if you did the math you were actually getting way way better of a deal and they fixed it by giving even better better of a deal because so many people were pissed but it's just, just use they're giving you plenty of notice this time use your hearts of ice if you want them <clears throat> Um, that's it for RuneScape on the Final Fantasy XIV front. Uh, the Rising is beginning tomorrow. Um, with the, uh, festival ending today, we're going right into a new event. This one only has two items, um, an item use animation and a little fan or not a fan, an umbrella. Um, so it's not a huge event, but it will be taking place from, uh, now, if you're listening to this upon release of the podcast recording until September 9th. Uh, and I think you had something as well on uh, Final Fantasy, right, Sasquatch?
1: Yeah, so it seems the player boon that started happening about a month ago um, is continuing and actually worsening or getting better, however you want to look at it. <laughs> um Naoki Yoshida, um, Yoshi P, um, the head producer yeah um he has said that the nightmare and trying to launch into a server in north america or europe is probably going to get worse and not get better immediately um they're changing how queue times work um they're doing what they can to get people in and it's starting to look you know like trying to log into wow at peak hours on some of the busier servers to be quite honest like i had a i had a 200 person queue the other day like not even at on our server yes yes on our server oh my god i was it was like like even when trying to load into shadowbringers and it launched i was sitting there for like i don't know five minutes it worked out pretty well it was like a five minute queue wait just in the middle of the fucking afternoon on a saturday i was like huh final fantasy is a real mmo now that's um they're working on it they're probably gonna have to expand some data centers add some new servers which doesn't really affect players because there's gonna be cross data center play um yeah so that's just, you'll be able to
0: do. That's crazy, because I mean, I've I've seen people that have had like, especially when expansions release up to like an hour to two hour long wait times in their queue, but never an hour server, because we have a pretty, pretty unpopulated server. We have the one, um, ones people can transfer to for free. So well, about that, had. our server, our
1: data center doesn't even have a new character space right now. Oh, um, there are actually only two servers and all of the na data centers that have space for new characters um hyperion which is on our data center and then uh marlboro i can't read it the the picture's slow whatever's on crystal there's only two servers you can create servers on in NA wow. Final Fantasy 14 right now. Um, so the popularity is still growing. A lot of this, I'm sure, has to do with people seeing large streamers playing it and enjoying it and hopping mm-hmm. in because it is a, a vast free trial. A lot of people are what people are calling Wild Gs coming from World of Warcraft or just seeking out a game that a ton of people are now playing. And good for them. Mm-hmm. Um The turnaround uh, from playing Final Fantasy XIV from its original launch to what it is now is a massive turnaround. Good on them for sticking with it. And uh, I look forward to seeing all the new sprouts everywhere and laughing as they die and then getting (laughs) mad an hour later in a trial because I'm still with them. (laughs) (laughs) This 10 minutes
0: has turned into 10 hours. How close have you gotten to finishing Stormblood there, Doc?
1: Uh, I'm getting pretty close. um i kind of have been on a bit of a game bender this week which we'll probably be talking about momentarily Mm
0: -hmm. all right and so Um, oh go ahead nothing nothing uh how about our miscellaneous articles uh for this week sasquatch um jaegermeister has created a liquid cooling system with jaeger
1: with jaeger nice um, so, Bitwits, who is a tech YouTuber, along with Jaegermeister, build an alcohol-cooled gaming PC. Which, actually, if you think about it, that would be a very effective cooling uh, system. So, Jaegermeister uh, helped him build a liquid-cooled Jaeger-powered PC. So, um, looks like you can be an alcoholic and a PC gamer too, all at the same time, <laughs> in more than one way. Uh, a popular twitch streamer by the name of gemma turned his life into an actual sims um he let the chat vote <laughs> on his actions in like a studio setup environment with other actors coming in and playing so like they controlled literally what he did which I'm sure can't go wrong
0: i remember seeing i remember hearing about wrong. that
1: a while back yeah he's a he's a big stunt and practical joke streamer so mm-hmm. um he thought this would be a great idea. So, you know, he did this for 3 hours. He asked them to be kind to take care of him, but they were responsible for him eating, <laughs> showering, <laughs> using the bathroom. We're talking about sleeping. the internet at
0: large. He made this request to yes. Oh yes. god.
1: <laughs> yes. Rip. Um some of his first words about it were, "Take care of me. <laughs> Don't fuck around. You've got 3 streams to do this. Good uh, luck." And so naturally, can you guess what happened? he died they what no they fucked around (laughs) so he had he had various much like the sims he had various uh bars and stuff that set his needs um they made him go for a jog and didn't let him poop when he had to oh no they also they also made him take multiple bats which were obviously pixelated and stuff so um he did actually quote die in game once but they just you know respond to whatever just blood from a previous quick save whatever (laughs) it was actually i actually looked up like a a little montage of what happened it was actually pretty hilarious they did a he did a great job setting up this set it was actually a really good little thing he pulled off so Mm. good on him setting that up bad on you internet for killing him Um, another random thing happening is Stardew Valley is having a 40K uh, forty k tournament. Forty thousand dollars, not a Warhammer forty k. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> you're not excited about a farming and rural life simulator with a little bit of dungeon crawling having a
0: forty thousand dollar tournament somehow. I'm I'm pretty I'm interested in anything that boosts the the name and legitimacy legitimacy of esports. So, <laughs> um. I don't know if this boosts legitimacy of it, but it technically is an eSport. There
1: is a tournament and there is a payout. So uh, which game was yeah. this for? Stardew Valley. The how? game where you create a farm. Yeah, 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 I've <laughs> played it. It's fun. It's how? No, <laughs> We got to watch this. Where is it being streamed? There is a, there is a video uh, explaining the rules. I will send you guys the video. Excellent. Um... They're uh, in collaboration with the developer in collaboration with Unsurpassable Z. I don't know who that is. Um, it's the first official Stardew Valley Cup. So hmm. um, it is a quote, a competition of skill, knowledge and teamwork with a prize pool of over 40 K. So it's uh, see some of Stardew's most dedicated players in their element. The main event is September 14th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hmm. So you can actually just watch it September 9th. I think that's a Saturday okay um also my last bit of interesting news is arby's now sells official dungeon dragons dice because well arby's does what arby's wants
0: they've been leaning pretty hard into game into like trying to advertise to gamers for a while now they're the only place you can
1: actually get mountain dew gamer fuel outside Mm. of like a halo launch so they just have it normally in stock it's great i love that orange mountain dew i'm not not gonna lie it's like it's one of like two non diet sodas i drink just because i think normally they're too sweet but i don't know like orange stuff isn't excessively sweet to me so it mm-hmm. works for me i like orange sodas you well know, it's a if you like sugar it's one for you then <laughs> <laughs> um apparently people asked and they delivered so yeah you can actually order order arby's dungeons and dragon dice and they're can you they're get them at like in any arby's location I don't think so. I think you can only order them online uh, through the Arby's shop where you can buy all of their other stuff. So you have like the summer swag collection, the dad collection, and Arby's dice. <laughs> That's literally the three things on the entire shop's main page is Arby's Dungeons and Dragons dice are available with the dad collection. How much do they go for? Uh, let's find out. Uh, they're sold
0: out, so you don't care.
1: <laughs> they were just announced today.
0: What is probably wait for it? Scalpers. Gonna, um, we're gonna see they on just twelve dollars, and there is a
1: availability email list you can put yourself on.
0: So. Now available for $99.99 on eBay.
1: But yeah, it is a it is a full set you would need for Dungeons and Dragons. You get your D4, 6, 8, 10, 12, and your percentile dies in your 20s. So I mean it's everything you need. Hmm. I dig it. I might have to get a set when they're back in stock. Well, you can, uh, yeah, you you can sign up for an email saying when they are.
0: Nice. Well, it looks like that's going to do it for us this week on the news section. Um, I have not really been playing anything this week. I've played, I've been doing some RuneScape stuff here or there just because it's RuneScape's idle. I can click and go while I'm doing other stuff. But it's been such a busy week for me. I haven't had time for anything. Um, how about you, though, Doc? I have been
1: playing a ton of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Um, I'm trying to finish it before uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5 comes out in November. And I'm pretty close to the end, but I, I expect it to still be a decent chunk of playtime. Nice. Uh, then my usual Guilty Gear streams have been pretty hyped the uh, this last week, mm-hmm. but that's it. That's all I've played. <laughs> I have done nothing but play Shin Megami Tensei in my spare time.
0: Nice.
1: How about you, Sesquatch? Um, I'm still doing Field Craft Leaves and Final Fantasy XIV because that is my end game content right now. Mhm. Um, I've been playing Valorant. Uh, I played some more Splitgate, which is still insanely fun. Um, I've been drawing Samurai Potatoes, so you know the normal. Nice. All right. And, uh, just so you know, I mm-hmm. I just did a broad Google search of Samurai Potato. I have the best looking Samurai Potato out of all of Google's ability to pull any up. Amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: All right, so it looks like that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Darkfeathergaming.com coming soon, as well as our normal page on Facebook dot, or Facebook.com/slash Um And you can find our individual uh, links in the comments section and description below. Thanks, everyone, and have a great rest of your weekend. Johnny.